0: Cheesy Boys in the Boys.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 111 of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. Joining me as always is the mayor of Stardew Valley, Chris Montevano. I'm being drowned by the weebs. The squid Bishop of himself. Play, Play Jedi Outcast. South Lord Sama, Madrid Devon. I'm still at Astro Chain
0: uh, stand account.
1: That hasn't changed. <laughs> and Josh Jones. The Iron Curtain. <laughs> Joining us for the first time. We have Twitter, YouTube, and Press Starts very own. 9-0. to the zero, baby. <laughs> We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about Astral Chain, European history, blue bastardization, and then the Weeps <laughs> just completely derail everything. You two are the only two playing it. Nobody else got it yet.
2: I, I got it, but I, I, don't. I got it. I, I, I've gotten it. How, how far are you? I disappointed myself. How far are you? Oh wait, I have it. Yeah, played it Oh you I haven't played it yet it. Okay 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 So I'm the only person Who's played Astral Chain here I've played it No Madrid I'm like right. to
0: The last thing I did was I went to the Metaverse The which, Astral Plane Which Like that was the last thing you did For the first time No no no, no. I went and I uh, I rescued my twin Okay Yeah that, so What I chapter just,
2: wait, Which chapter was that I can't remember because was I'm, like file yeah. three or some okay, shit. Okay, yeah, it's file three. Yeah, yeah, I just okay, saw okay, my okay. first,
0: like my second yeah. crime.
2: So I'm I'm on I'm on file ten. <laughs> I will on file ten, and I can say now that I've played a, a good bit of it that Astral Chain. Uh, y'all y'all are anime fans, yeah. Yeah. So anime. like, so within the anime community, there's always this like. Comparison that people like to make between Studio Trigger and Platinum Games, because you've got two studios that started off as v- a very important part of a very popular former studio. With Platinum, you had Giana; with Platinum, you had Capcom, and with Trigger, you had Gainax um, And then they branch off and they take the ethos of that old of the stuff they were working on and they make other stuff. You've got so then you have like Bayonetta for right. Platinum, and then you had Killer Kill for Trigger. So I would say I won't say the comparisons one to one, but if there's anything else, I would say ooh that's my bad if there's anything <laughs> if, there, if there's anything else I will say about Astro Chain it's that if that comparison holds Astro Chain is Platinum's SSSS Gridman if you guys have seen that um Grid- if you haven't watch it yes watch it Gridman is essentially like Studio Trigger doing their best, like, even though they are a lot of their people used to work at Gainax, Gridman is essentially their best Gainax impression. Not just Gainax, but it's also like, like, we're gonna do like Ultraman, yeah, no, old kaiju movies really, really well. They they really drew from a tokusatsu ethos, more or less. And that's really interesting about Astro Chain because that's also very much where the vibe that Astro Chain is going for is it's not trying to do people have. Equated it to anime, which yes, obviously it's got an anime art style, but not all Japanese media is, is created the same or equal um, I would say that, that there are different specific flavors that this that different games go for when it comes to the anime style that they're, they're heading in uh, You've got something like, you know, let me think of some. Oh, you've got something like that. What's it called? What's that one game? Uh, it was a lost planet sequel EX something it was, it was a lost, like I thought. Lost Planet died with Lost Planet lost, three. No, Lost Planet had an anime spin-off game. Oh, I know what you're talking you see, about. Fuck, see that game? Yeah, see, yeah. So that game, you you could say that 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 game was more of the bright and poppy, like you know, maybe I don't even want to put a studio to it, but I would say it's definitely something that could run on like that. That would be like a. a, a Freaking seasonal show that's definitely EX troopers. Yeah, ex troopers, that's what it was called. So that show looks really bright and colourful anime type shit. Okay. And the ethos is definitely kinda more on like a sci-fi tip. Same with Astral Chain, but Astral Chain's definitely drawing more from Tokusatsu, which is another style of, have you you guys have seen Power Rangers? Yeah. So oh yeah. you and you guys are aware that Power Rangers is a show that was like adapted from an, a, a Japanese television. I mean it's just show. Super Sentai. It's Super Sentai, yeah. yeah. So Super Sentai falls into this category of Tokusatsu. And Tokusatsu in Japanese translates to special effects or, so, you know, it's, you've got a bunch of characters and, and fighting that has a lot of anime style to it, but usually it's in live action. Now, obviously Astral Chain isn't in live action or it, does, it, it doesn't it does even have like a photorealistic art style. But I, the first thing I'll say is it's definitely going for that Tokusatsu vibe because you've even in the opening, like even in the opening, it it, it has it, the way it, it showcases the characters the way it like really just tries to bring you into the world with this kind of almost it's it's kind of going for a dark tone but it's also got a big sense of humor about itself which is also a, a very a very common tokusatsu thing like all these shows have super dark tones and really yeah. Mean like terrible things that happen in the show, but there's a bunch of goofiness that happens all around it. Yeah, that, and that's definitely the vibe of Astral Chain. And on top of that, as far as like the gameplay goes, I know I'm going forever, but like the gameplay itself is more or less just Platinum Games' greatest hits in a way. Okay. I was, I, yeah, I, almost every mechanic or game style that they've that they've tried their hand at, you can see pieces of it in here. You, okay, so. You, this game has blade mode. Funny enough, like it has, oh. it has, it just has a. It just they just put blade mode from MGR in there. Yeah. Um. This game also has kind of. It has like the dodge. See, it has dodge offset and it has uh dodge timing mechanics that they're very known for Platinum. Yeah. And even beyond that, they've also got you know in Neuro Automata, the the chip system. Yeah. So. Th- that chip system Is now kind of Reintegrated Into Astral Chain Yeah right. That's, one of, that's yeah. one of the things I lo- Like the more I played it The more it started The clicking so The mm-hmm. more it made
0: sense I'm like oh yeah It just keeps getting better mm-hmm. And then they started Introducing the new legions Yeah And then they show The legion like uh, Evolution tree basically Yeah Like learning the new moves In tech It's mm-hmm. like oh This is crispy
2: And it's and it's definitely One of those things Where the game Definitely wants you To play it over and over again Because you're not going To unlock everything In your first playthrough oh, fuck no. You're not going to Unlock everything. You're not gonna unlock uh, all item of them. Game replay value, oh, man, right? right? Wow. People are saying
0: uh, reviewers that there is no uh, like grading system at the end of fights. It's like no, you're just that's playing on easy mode. Exactly. <laughs> mm, <laughs> it's, it's called difficulty.
2: Isn't, it, isn't it mad how all of these reviewers love to tell on themselves in their reviews? Well, the thing like, about the thing about reviewers <laughs> is the one little, the only little bit of hold I give them is the fact that yes, I understand you have to
3: beat these games in like a week and a half uh-huh. and yeah, write a 500 thing, word yeah. review. That's one. the only thing I give the far for. The don't, but on that same notion, don't do bitch th- about the fact that games kicking your ass. You Sometimes some that's what we want the game to like
2: back. My thing is when it comes to this type of stuff, especially for like massive outlets like IGN or Gamespot or Kotaku, you lot have so many people on fire like so many folks on tap. do well, I mean, have, like as far as reviewer staff, like no, no, no. Obviously, they don't have review. Like that's what I'm getting to. Like they, you guys have a lot of people who work for you, and a lot of people who love video games. On your staff, and I'm sure those people have some writing talent. And if they don't have writing talent, I'm sure they could all record a video, at least at the very least. And and I'm not maybe not all, but like
3: I mean, you're still not solving the fact that you have to beat this game and have a 500 word mm -hmm. essay slash five minute video in
2: two weeks. That's the. That's kind of the the issue that we have to face in media everywhere. Like embargoes are a like, bitch. Embargoes are a bitch, but embargoes embargoes are not necessarily there for you to be like, Oh, let me get this game out right on this day. Like let me get let me get this review out right on this day. Embargoes are there specifically because, as you said, it's hard to beat like a new game in a week. Not just that, but also you don't want like a review of a game coming out too far, yeah, too far before, before it comes out. Yeah. yeah. So these people have played these games. They have the time. They they do have embargoes and all of these like timed. Uh, I don't know how to put this. Like they have specific areas of time in which they and it, even especially when the game. Especially when the developers have confidence in the game, because I'm starting to notice what the film industry does is happening in games too, where games that the developers more confident in will get a will get their reviews out early before the game is out to get people to to drive people to be like, hey, this is actually good.
1: <laughs> well, a lot like, of that depends on so th- just knowing what I know about games industry writing and like re- especially reviewing, the embargo will go up. It's really a marketing thing. So you don't want... You have these dates of like... And Nintendo's extremely strict about Mm -hmm. it. Of like, you can't talk about it this before this day. You can't stream this. Like, you can't show a video of this. There's a lot of stuff that they're doing that's... Like, completely focused on making sure that... Nothing gets out super early, but the reason a lot of these people like if the embargo is nine a m on a Monday and the game comes out Tuesday, the reason all these sites are trying to have their embargoes hit at the same time is because if it clicks I, man. yeah yeah, it clicks, so if I go to IGN and they don't have an astral chain review up when the embargo lifted. You're going to write to
2: GameSpot to see if they've yeah, got Yeah,
1: GameSpot, like even, and then now. And that's so on, so on, so yeah. Even more of a crowded space. But if you want to get some, like, really in depth, like, Monster Hunter's coming out mm-hmm. Friday or tomorrow night as of recording, and there are the IGN reviews that to me aren't as valuable as the. YouTubers that I watch... Yeah,
2: I was actually about to counter with that because there are, like you said, YouTubers...
3: I I feel personally like those reviewers, like mm -hmm. IGN versus like your YouTubers are actually giving you two different types of reviews. Of course. like IGN's more like, hey, this game is actually good and it works. Yeah. So you're not really wasting your money on buying it while the YouTubers are like, this is how the game works and this is how
2: you get good. See, like... That that comes from A mindset that's existed in Criticism for a long time And this is in all of media criticism It's this idea of the consumer review It's this idea of Someone's got a limit, limited amount of funds That they get from their job every week And they need to know which thing That is in their interest is good So that they can have, they can have the best experience possible So people are looking for Oh I want to know if this game is good So I can go buy it And like I mean no one wants to buy unity on day one. No 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 one wants to buy unity on day one cuz but it, it's kind of it's kind of funny to see cuz you've got these two diametric forces at play in video game culture. Because of this consumer review thing that exists in all other forms of media, you've got the you've got the people who play who want to find out whether or not these games are good. And they're like, okay, let me go find a reviewer to see what the truth is. But you've also got this other force of hype in video games where it's like, oh, I know I'm going to like this game. It's the third game in this series that I love so much. I right. mean, yeah, but I feel
3: like that comes with, like, mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Like, at this point, I can pretty much tell off of, like, face value. A million miles away, I can tell if a game yeah. is good or bad.
2: Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. p- yeah, I know want to play. But that's because, like, everyone in this room is a freaking hardcore. Like, that's just... Hardcore casual. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like,
3: Slash very casual.
2: <laughs> but, like, nobody be By virtue of being in this room right now, talking about this shit, beyond talking about Madden 2K and Call of Duty, we are not casuals. Like, we can't we can't even... Oh, no,
3: that's why I used the term hardcore casuals. Because yeah. we play video games hardcore, but we don't play a single... Video game, yeah. See, well,
1: yeah. Monster Hunter, <laughs> yeah. No, you s- see, you well. say that
3: going into Iceborne, right? Yeah, that's but, the thing right. about it. It wasn't like Iceborne hype is what's getting us back into Monster Hunter because we mm-hmm. all, we all like we had our fill, we put it down for the other releases. True. Now that Iceborne comes out in what three days, two days, next week, tomorrow, less than <laughs> like 24 hours. Hey, hey,
2: my guy, it's hot in France. Remember, you remember how uh, world like leaked in France like a couple yeah. weeks early, it happened again. I spawned really? out of France. So, yep, the frog's got us again. <laughs> the frogs has got us twice, bro. <laughs> no, but um, it's... It, it, the, the, like, definitely to that point, though, about YouTube. So, yeah, you've got this consumer review culture of people want to know, like, is this game good? Who's writing about this game? Then you've got YouTube. Because the critique on YouTube is, by, by its very nature, more long-form and more focused around not just the the not just the discussion around the idea of the game because in a lot of of these reviews the way they write is specifically tailored to people who want to know the very weird you know very vast broad stroke of what they might be getting into plus with the especially if they're watching a video review they're going to be getting some uh gameplay footage on top of that see the difference with difference with youtubers though at this particular junction in freaking online culture, especially in like a post game you know, like we're not allowed to say that word, I know, but uh, in a post GG culture, we are. Uh, we good we yeah, <laughs> good game. Yeah, yeah. we we kind of have a lot of YouTubers who they're not necessarily focused on the journalistic aspect they're not necessarily focused on the news aspect because they know what happens to people who get too wrapped up and focused on that and who make that their brand because that opens you up to the ethics, you know, argument and whatnot. Well, yeah. That that opens you up to the bias argument and whatnot. And then
3: also just make sure you got to double-check your facts you, exactly. like, you you're open up to more scrutiny like yeah
2: yeah so you can't but, accidentally think there's a slur in a Japanese song but <laughs> the, here's, here's, here's the weird part of that though here's the weird part of that because total biscuit go rest his soul said this stuff a long time ago he said even though that that you know people don't want to necessarily call themselves reviewers or critics and they just want to call themselves youtubers talking about video games Um. The, the level of journalism that goes into some of these YouTube videos completely outpaces and outstrips Very true. A, a, an IGN or a GameSpot. Skill up. Shout but, out, Skill like, up. But also, the thing about it is, also,
3: God bless his soul, he was also like, he focused on more than just is the game good. Like, yes. he had the port, he not only had WTF is, but he also had the port report. Yeah. Like, he, he would he, also review
2: on these games more than once. Because the thing about being a YouTuber, Is that when you're when, as opposed to being in the game journalism industry, a lot of game journalists are journalism majors who have a passion for video games, who end up working in these industries hamstrung by the fact that they have to write about these games while not stepping on the toes of the people who make them. Yeah, you end up getting blacklisted. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. So a YouTuber is literally just a human being with a love of video games and enough free time to put videos out. I
3: think the true thing about the more professional reviewers is that they mm -hmm. truly should review these games twice. Mm. They should review it when it first comes out, the consumer report, hey, this game isn't broken, this game is actually pretty good, it's pretty Mm -hmm. fun, the story's pretty good, and then review it like, a month or so later when they're actually good at the game and Mm -hmm. they can actually like, talk about the nuances. Because for example, the guy who wrote the Prima Games guide for Bayonetta got mad at the reviews because the review for Bayonetta said, oh you could beat the game by pressing square 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 and they're like have you not gone into this combat system like bayonetta has a deep combat system that some of the reviewers were missing 'Cause they could just press square, square, square. I mean look what happened to God Hand.
2: So here's here's another aspect of this, and this is the reason why I don't play games made. This is the reason why, like, if a game is made in America, I usually don't care. <laughs> if a game is not made if a game is not made in if a game is not made by the Japanese, I'm usually not like this is something I, I, I say openly. My bias is anti American, Western video gaming, all of these all of these Last of Uses, and yes, I'm gonna say games that people like. I'm gonna say games that people enjoy. All of these Last of Uses, these God of Wars, this Freaking dog, dog days gone, dog done days, days gone, days gone, yes, days gone, whatever that game was. All of these Not games, good. all of these yeah. games, <laughs> and even if you like him, that's fine, everyone's allowed to like something, bro. I like Katamari Damacy. I, I like, wait, that game's great, I yeah, but the
3: normies, don't,
2: the normies <laughs> don't, a lot of normies no, don't, no, like no, him. those are because they're <laughs> children and they weren't. You know, yeah, there. no, no, no. But like my, my I know I'm just I'm just fucking around. But my my point here is the reason why I'm very much like I have a bias against Western games is because Western game Western game companies. And I don't think anyone's ever said this, but Western game companies definitely get a gentler hand from Western reviewers. And that makes sense. Well, certainly th- that, that definitely makes sense. They it get, depends. It really does. Oh, depend- oh it depends. Star it
1: depends. Wars Battlefront Two. Well, here's the here's here's a, his, a <laughs> thing.
2: You can't. You can Like literally, you couldn't say anything nice about that game because number one, EA obviously. Well, no, that's well, about it.
3: People did say nice things about it. Like it literally, said. the the general consensus of Battlefront
2: Two, it's a good game mm-hmm. hampered by anti-consumer practices. But like, think about that though. Think about that though. You had you had to have like yeah, it was the game itself is designed however it was designed, and you can argue whether or not Battlefront has a good combat system I don't personally think I think the guns are really light I don't necessarily like the movement um, but like, you can argue all those things separately but the only reason it even got like the level of backlash it did was just the microtransactions if, I mean, if, yeah, you, if it wasn't for the microtransactions it'd be a pretty good game And but but even, even then I, I would still say it's not necessarily a game I would play over a monster hunter or a game I would even even if you're gonna bring up first person shooters, it's, it's a, not it's not a game I would play over a I don't know, like Cyberpunk kinda looks cool. Cyberpunk
3: but, is CD Project Red. Yeah, it is yes, it's Western. Uh
2: huh. Yeah, there that's are Western. Are. Yeah, CD Project yeah, no, I know I well well, Western is po- well, Polish is like we yeah. can we can, yeah. we can yeah. have yeah. West. We can have this argument. <laughs> here's the thing, I'm from I'm, hey, the West I'm, see, I'm from Europe. No, Europe. Europe is part of the West. Europe, not all of Europe is part of the West. Like the West, <laughs> is, the, here's the thing. And this is a gaming podcast, but let's get into a little bit of history. The West uh, the, the West is an ideology. It's not just based in geography. It's based in it's based in specific cultures and values. It's also based in economic processes and a lot that ta- was World War II Well, that's that's what I'm talking about. Just yeah. kind of that's kind of one. Yeah. yeah. So like a lot of the countries that got the Marshall Plan money after World War II Are what now gets called the West. You wanna know one of those, you wanna know a country that didn't get any of that Marshall Plan money? Poland. (laughs) You wanna know another one of those countries? Czechoslovakia. Another one? Obviously, Russia. So you've noticed now that the game culture, the games coming out of these places, reflect a very different ideology and a different understanding of game design than the games coming out of the UK or America or whatnot. Yeah, I'll give you that. So that's, uh, when I say Western gaming, The Witcher 3 doesn't count. (laughs) <laughs> like when I say Western gaming, like CD project doesn't really. Then come. where would you put them? Mm? Then where would you put that? They're Eastern European, or Central European, like they're Polish. Okay, so like they, ca- they like much like much like a Digital Extremes. I uh, no, I'm saying
3: where the line in the world is your region ah, for East and West. My
2: my region for East. That's, like, that's, where's, that's the the line? Where's, the, where's the line. Where's the line? Where's the line? me a second I'm a, i need to pull up, i need to pull off a map i need yeah, to pull up, I need yeah to pull just up where's the line <laughs> <laughs> well, Somebody get this club. <laughs> because um, the thing about it is in so i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you right the line my my personal line is the iron curtain actually now that i think about iron it if you, oh I, the iron curtain yeah that's my line okay that's my line okay if, if you really see that if you really want to go for that like because any country that developed on on the east of the iron curtain had, like go talk to any Polish developer or Czechoslovakian developer. Video games back then they existed, but all of the video games they had were off-brand knockoffs, and they were because they weren't allowed to have anything from you know the the capitalist American country, American back countries. So what ends up happening is you have these people who well, also we're talking about two different eras of gaming. You're yeah. talking about
3: pre-crash.
2: Yeah. Okay. You, well, no, I mean, no, 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 no. But like that. No. But like this. Here, here's the here's the key though. Unlike. Unlike these like the countries that suffered from the video game crash, when the crash happened, much like Japan, there were other countries who weren't affected.
1: Yeah, Europe didn't really because Europe was just on a completely
2: different like Exactly. System. The only reason like I personally I don't like to call it the video game crash. I just like to call it the the, the Atari crash because I mean, yeah, we're being because specific. yeah, I know, but but like the reason I I don't call it the video game crash is because I refuse to, I refuse to call the video game industry, I refuse to place my understanding of the video game industry by American standards. Because video games may have been quote unquote invented here, but much like hip hop, it's it's everywhere now. And they've got different versions of it, and they've got different understanding of how to do it. Different rule sets. Different, different rule sets. And on top of that, if one industry fails in one place, the rest of it is, is not getting touched. If hip hop stops being popular in America tomorrow, let me tell you, the Japanese is still going to rap. The Nigerians are still going to rap. The Br- Grime is not going to die. Oh, Grime's Grime's Grime is Anywhere. not going to die. So, like, much like that, when you bring in the Atari Games crash, crash of, like, what? Well, it was 88, 87? Yeah, something like that. Something like, yeah, around there. So, like, around that time, you've got developers in England working on stuff still. And you've also got Japan working on stuff still, yeah, which is, and yeah. isn't isn't that the story of how video games became what they are today? Like yeah. Japan comes yeah. in after America <laughs> after, after Atari goofed off, and like Nintendo yeah. dominates everything. Like, and so, <laughs> so the, now back to my whole thing about Western gaming and and how this fits into reviewers and whatnot. It's it's mainly because there's an there's this ideology of what video games should be, and that exists <coughs> differently in different countries. Now. The West, when I say the West, I mean America, Canada, whatnot, like, and in Britain as well. They they kind of had a similar idea as to what video games should be back in the PS2 era. They,
3: That's they, not entirely true. Please, please. Uh, part of the reason why is because we had PC games like Planescape.
2: Yes. Okay, when, when I, when I, I want you to understand, when I talk about this, I'm speaking very much from the console okay, perspective. Okay, okay. very, very <laughs> much from the console perspective. Because I also the feel P- like when PC, it comes to the Atari yeah.
3: crash, another reason why... Other parts of the gaming industry was not affected yes was because, because of of pc gaming yes yeah. definitely because pc
2: gaming was very much more popular in other parts of the world oh yeah, that, like, yeah. i like, mean also you everyone had a everyone has a computer everyone has a, everyone PC. Has a computer it's called a that's, personal computer for a reason like that's one thing i think probably people people are probably hearing this for the first time on this podcast I don't know if i can be seen but i would definitely say the the game industry crash I Don't want to call it. I don't want to call it the game industry crash anymore I, I would rather just call it the Atari crash because it didn't it didn't crash the number one It didn't necessarily like yes, the American game industry was very much not functional for a, for a good bit of time probably two three years, but a crash to me needs to affect the whole industry. Well, I feel like needs, that's just it, what we call it in a zeitgeist. Yeah. For example,
3: like the World War did not encompass
2: the. Obviously. End- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. and but then again, that's the reason that's another like the, that. But the thing is, actually, the World War. Mm, I disagree, but the reason why World War Two, World War One and Two are called both World Wars is because even though these were wars against Britain, European I mean, these countries, were the global superpowers. Yes, and on top of those global superpowers, my grandpa was in World War Two he's nigerian he was part, but back then it wasn't called nigeria it was called it, it, it was it was the british niger colony or whatever they called it it was it was a british colony and people who people from there had to fight in that war like people from every colony that was owned by all of these various countries they had to fight as proxies for all of these other people so yes it was necessarily a world war because the white countries kind of owned the world at the time. <laughs> Like yeah. and, um, as unfortunate as that is, but I just, and that's the reason. That's exactly the reason why I disagree with calling it the, the 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 game industry crash. Mainly because the game industry didn't crash. Atari just folded because they had stupid business ideas. I mean, that's, really, and also it was because the fact that at least in
3: America, yeah, the industry as a whole didn't have like any sort of standards. Like totally, everyone was just making. Just but that's garbage. what ha- that's
2: what happens in a in a in a profit driven industry, bro. Like, and we hey guys, we're kind of speeding towards it right now. What like oh, yeah. people people keep people people like throw out the whole game industry crash. Like, hey, we're gonna have another crash. I'm telling you, if we have another crash, it's not this won't just be an Atari crash. Yeah, if we have another crash, that's gonna actually affect everyone yeah. because and I mean China,
1: yeah. that's one of the things with Tencent being invested in a mm. lot of these game companies. Like Tencent stopped. <laughs> Making games like in China like there were these majority stakes and a lot of there was a ban Put on new video game releases and so Tencent
2: just like on top of that. There was also a console ban
1: Right there was a console ban before but then the console ban was lifted and they started getting games and so of course Tencent is going to invest in that with like all of these like they invested in Nintendo. They invested in Discord. They invested in like PUBG so,
2: Corp. I they mean, they're do get know, that you, do, that online money. Do you want to know another hilarious fact? Uh, every company that every tech company that China invests in, they require like to they require like actual training. They they require like some of the actual like knowledge that those companies invest. So a lot of the, technolo- the the technological know-how of these companies that they're investing in are going back to China. I mean Yeah, but the, also the thing about China no, 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 is that their masters are bootlegging. Yes, no, that's yeah. what I was about to get to. That's
3: how they bootleg. No, but that's how
2: they bootleg. That's how yeah. they do it. Mean, literally, they banned, they banned PUBG and then had PUBG <laughs> exactly. now out within a week. <laughs> no, but because they, they, they are very good at taking what already exists and iterating it to fit their market. But then also they have a closed economy. Which is the reason yeah. why they're good at that. <laughs> which is the reason why they're good at it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> um so you've and then you've also got the China Hero Project. Have you guys heard of that? None of you have heard of the China Hero Project? No, break I down feel like Project. I have,
3: but I'm not sure about so, the name.
2: So China is partnering with Sony to allow a bunch of uh students yeah. to the, to they're publishing a bunch of Chinese student led games and some of these games look actually pretty fucking sick. You guys remember that one trailer, Lost Soul Aside? The one that looked, the the fan made game that kind of looked like Final Fantasy fifteen. See, that's why I know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's one so of the, when like guys started working on that mm-hmm. thing, and it <laughs> looks
2: fucking yeah. sick. It's what I wish fifteen was. Mm. That's that's the best way to describe mm-hmm. it. Just, like, and apparently that game is actually also part of the China Hero project. I. That game is that game look, is one of the if they didn't invest into it shit. I would, yeah, man. Like, there's also another project that they have, which is essentially just a, a battle royale in space. You're you're just a, you're just you're an astronaut, and it's got three it's got three dimensional lateral movement. You're is it is it like zero it's, it's like, g? Like it's, it, is it
0: like you know real like real astronaut?
2: but it's yes. battle royale. Yeah, real but like can you give him a knife? I don't not. know. But you can like you can definitely you can like a knife. You can like flip around. You can like flip around. Do fucking cool stuff. Like it's actually a really that sounds dope. interesting. Sounds real dope. Cause man, and that's the thing. China is taking all these ideas that we've let die and really trying to iterate on them. <laughs> that's that's and that's I, I, that's another thing that Japan does as well.
3: And I are mean, right, but also you could say that with the uh indie market because that's kind of what the indie market is. When,
2: when I say when I say western, when I say western I mean western AAA. I mean at the, like when I say when Did I just say AAA. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, no. No, 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 I disagree. Let me tell you why I don't say AAA because The Witcher 3 and the Cyberpunk. And Devil May Cry 5. Because to the AAA, industry, like, AAA is not the problem. I mean, no, the AAA is a. No, the mm-hmm.
3: thing about AAA is AAA is like a budget kind of. Yes. It's, it's like. Yes. This is a AAA game. This is a middle market game. Like, part of the things that in what you would say Western developers have surely so failed on is the middle
2: market game. So, my argument here is that the re- what's the reason to make a game that costs a lot of money to make?
3: Other than artistic value?
2: Other than artistic value, money, money, money. Because you're putting a lot of money in to get a lot of money out. Now, what happens when you want a lot of money? Well, it depends on how you sell it. But, like, for, but, like but, you got first parties for, which are designed but, to sell consoles, and you most, got this independent stuff. For most of these companies, which are privately owned and not, and second second or third parties, what's the reason? What What do you do to make sure the most amount of people play your game?
1: advertising dollars
2: not just that it's like this i'm talking about on the game development level Hmm. you fucking appeal to the lowest common denominator you 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 put in you have the checklist you know like the the shit the, the shit that every game has that other people have already bought you do you look at that because capitalists or i won't say capitalists but like executives well capitalists can only look at things from a Profit motive-driven perspective, yeah, and they can only look at things from a what has worked in the past perspective. These guys are lazy, dog. They've only they they look at what works and redo it over and over again. But that's a huge thing, even in Japanese companies. Yes, yes. But let me tell you the difference. Let me tell you the difference here, because Japanese companies also are like that. Don't get me wrong. Square and Capcom. Yes, there's (laughs) there's loads of companies. And look at Fatal Fatal Fury. Most of the fighting games in Japan. Are just a response to Street Fighter. Are just some companies saying we wanted us, we wanted the street, we wanted that Street Fighter check. And notice when Japan started making terrible games, it's when they took that thinking to the next level and said we want that American money. K.G. Nofune is the reason why Mega Man didn't happen Mega Man has not happened for a long time because I mean, yeah, him and Capcom got into a spat. Do you know the, Do you know the game that Keiji Nofune wanted to make? One. Or wanted the Capcom to greenlight. Which one? They wanted the guys who made Metro. I mean, it wasn't even a bad game, but like they wanted the guys who made Metroid. Which one? Metroid Prime. Okay, retro. Yeah. They wanted the guys who made Metro Metroid Prime to make a Mega Man game. There's footage of it online. You can find oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I know yes, about that. Maverick exactly. Hunter. Exactly. Yes. You remember that now. So, like, the reason that game didn't work was actually because he was like. One of, one of the reports I've read is that Inafune didn't want that. Like, he didn't think the game was going to sell. And on top of that, you have another thing. Because, number one, by the way, guys, I, before I continue, I want all of you who think Inafune is a great dude for, invent, for making Mega Man, get that idea out of your head immediately. He's a terrible, terrible dude. Because this guy is the dude that, that made Devil May Cry end up what it was in DMC Devil May Cry. He's the guy who went to Capcom and said, we can make games that get Call of Duty money. So what happens? To what, what does Capcom do? They start thinking, what do we do to get Call of Duty money? Oh, we appeal to the Americans. What do Americans like? When Japan, whenever, is Japan, whenever Japan asks the question, what do Americans like? The answer is never good. Football. The answer is never good. Like have you you guys have noticed it? Whenever Japan ever asked the question, what does America like? The, the the product that comes out of that is never good. Because, because giving to it. the lower common denominator <laughs> never fucking works. But why do they keep on doing it? If these guys are so sometimes, oh, like it just depends do. on the
0: it, it depends on the medium. Because mm-hmm. something like My Hero Academia do, yeah. like what do what do Americans like? Fucking
2: superheroes. But he no I disagree with you there. You wanna know why? Why? Japan likes superheroes, too. Yeah, Everybody yeah. likes superheroes. Japan likes superheroes, shit. <laughs> Japan, Japan fucking love superheroes. Love superheroes. Japan yeah, loves superheroes. Yeah, yeah, superheroes.
0: superheroes are they're, they're universal, but... You, you but can't say it's that, that anime that is not, not Western-friendly. Mm? That anime Japan, is 100% Western-friendly. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. But the, sometimes when Japan pays homage to like Western properties and ideas and IPs, it comes out and it's nice. Yeah. yeah. Boy Bebop.
2: Well, the, 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 the difference is mm-hmm. that's not them saying what do Americans like. That's them having an artistic vision that's informed by by american subcultures you know what i mean that's, that's not that actively going out and trying to be like oh do American." that almost what, sounds you- like you're saying the things that you like but are also influenced by the western are good but mm-hmm. the things that you don't like that are influenced by westerns no. are bad no let me tell you let me no 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 they no, sound no. like the same thing no <laughs> when when i say when japan asks what does the west like the fact that they're asking it Is means that it's not coming from a place of genuine creativity. It's not coming from a place of, oh, we just want to make this thing that just happens to have a bunch of American shit in it. Like, look at Studio Gainax. Studio Gainax, like, if you go back to... Some it, they when they before they became a studio, this is the studio that made Evangelion and uh Ge- Guren Lagran. Fully Cool So and Fully So before they made any anime, they had this thing called Daikon 4. And if you go oh no, Daikon 3 actually. Oh, we are yeah, back. Yeah, oh, yes, kind of oh, yes. Oh, man. Okay. No, no, i I'm, okay. I'm letting people know about the the weave credentials I'm bringing okay. here today. Okay. So <laughs> they had that they had they had the Daikon series. It was it was a short animated project that they had for two um, for two years of a convention that that was going on, the diacon convention, yeah, so the thing about those shorts is that if you watch them, they have tons of American. And non-Japanese influence. There's Darth Vader's in that shit. You've got freaking the Terminator. You've got when I. The reason I'm saying all this is because they they do watch Western culture stuff. They yeah. do, they they are into this stuff. Yeah. The same way you've got random dudes who make stuff. that Same way you got Brian Michael uh, Brian Brian um Brian Michael something and Brian, the, 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 Brian no 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 no, no. Uh, Brian DiMontino guy who made Avatar Last Airbender. Uh, yeah. yeah. Those guys oh. like anime. Brian. They weren't saying what does Japan like just like anime right see i mean but that's the thing about it like every time you
3: an artistic vision is mm-hmm. always going to beat out appealing to the lowest common denominator every that, single saying,
2: time so, well, I'm, what i'm saying is what i'm saying is one segment of the gaming co- of the gaming community one segment of the game industry is more ruled by their desire to feed the lo- lowest common denominator i do than not believe that for the sole fact really? is a lot of the common most
3: common denominator japanese games we don't get
2: that's not true that's that's that's. I mean, true. there is a lot of stuff. I mean, like, it, it used to be that way, but it's not that way anymore. I mean, bro, Earth, Earth Defense Force, that 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 shovel, like, like, bro, I, no, I love Earth Defense but Force. But we got but, EDF but, yeah. all the way back in the PS2, You even, can't really use but, like, that as a... But even when Japan even when Japan rests on their laurels and just parks in place, it's still a more fun game than when America does it, like more, like Monster Hunter. Like in my opinion, I
1: mean that's for your personal taste. Yes,
2: like I, know. The, I the know, Gamers who I know. are playing 2K every year. Oh, that that they, they, is 2K every year. and I'm not. I'm not on <laughs> sh- I'm not shitting <laughs> on that. I, I 2K is coming out. I'm, I'm, I'm not shitting <laughs> on that. Like yeah, it's got but, slots. But like, <laughs> it's it's got it's slots. Got slots. Hey yo, bro, you look, you love look, hey, hey, trying to play FIFA you love trying to play FIFA and Nah, that's nah, all. You want to see your loot box process? Man. No, but um the. It's it's funny because I know like this this is a thing that I've I've I've, like actually had to wrestle with a long time. This whole my I didn't come here overnight, by the way. I did not (laughs) I did not wake up one day and say fuck Western games. No, I really had to think about it, and like a lot of my thoughts really did drift in a lot of different directions. There are loads of Western studios I love, like Insomniac, Sucker Punch, like the guys. But let me go back to what I was saying about what games want see as games and what they want to be. And there's this understanding of there's this understanding in in gaming circles of what we talk, mean when we say gaminess. Yeah. Like,
3: game like, you know I ga- mean heck, that's the reason mm-hmm. why Spider-Man was my game of the year last year. Yeah. Because it was a video yeah. game that played and wanted to be a fucking video it, game. it was a hundred percent in your face like And one a video thing video
2: I will game. say is that something that does not exist in in the east and i'm saying and i'm specifically targeting like eastern and i mean like even korean games i mean Chi- some chinese games something that doesn't exist in the east is this subtle like it's i don't know how to explain i mean there's only one guy in, in japan who has this, kojima but like there's this subtle desire that if i wasn't making video games i'd be a sick movie director and it's like, well, yeah, because those sick movie directors fell in love with video games. And they're like, I'm my thing game. is, my thing is, normies, get out of my hobby. Get out. get So are you saying, like, Last of Us, those style yes. of games are normies games? Yes. Even though they're, like, coveted by most people who uh, yes, play sir. video games? Yes. <laughs> so wait, if a lot of people, not just, like, the normies who mm-hmm. play, like, Madden every year or mm-hmm. wait, whatever. Question. Mm-hmm. Like, Last of Us, you're saying that. I'm, I'm hardcore not, gamers don't like those games too. I'm not, no, I'm not, no, 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 no. He's no. talking more about
3: auteur directors I'm, doing I'm some talk, weird per, shit. No,
2: no, no, no. Personally, I'm talking right now. Right now, when it comes to my stance on the uh, things like The Last of Us or God of War and all those games, I'm speaking from my perspective. I'm speaking from what I what I want to see from video games. Right. What? But obviously, I know there's loads of hardcore people who, who love those games. I know there's loads of because if not, I wouldn't have been arguing about this for the past four or five years. <laughs> I've not. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been pushed into the corner and be actually forced to really reckon with my thoughts about these things and one of my thoughts about these things is that like you know okay it's a really small thing and it's almost it's almost insignificant but you know when you were a kid and you used to play around with the walk cycle in the game like to make the character skate yeah yeah, yeah. some people would do you guys did that I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. quake yeah. yeah right so and i'm not saying that like I'm not saying that like, it's, it, that's a, a thing that needs to be in a video game No I'm just saying Wanting to remove that Wanting to take that out Because it, it, it clashes with the idea and aesthetic of what you're going for That's a thing that's happening a lot more nowadays You know what I mean? Like, people don't necessarily want gamey elements that, that break the immersion or Is, is what people say Right? They don't they don't want those gaming elements that break the immersion. I feel like that depends on
3: the game though, because there's some games that are designed that lean more into the arcadey feel of it, see uh, racers, yes. even simulation. And racers. the thing is we
2: we had we had the discussion between the arcade like it's it kinda really does come down to this core understanding of and desire from what you want from video games. Simulation or arcade. Exactly. Those two treats are like It's almost like the, it's almost like the, 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 I I don't want to say like Paragon and Renegade, but it's the binary, but it's a very much a binary. It's it's, it's very much a binary of what people, of what people want from video games. And me, I've already planted my flag in the arcade, in the arcade section. I get that. And some people want to be a mix. Some people are more into simulations. I had to live through the seventh gen of video games and where most of my current understanding of video game Opinions on video games come from is living in the seventh gen because I don't think a person like me Went through something in the seventh gen that most other types of video game players Aside from I don't know maybe like RTS fans. I guess didn't really go through a period of time when Literally, almost no one, save for maybe a couple of studios, were making any kinds of games you we were really into. Like that's something I really did go through in the seventh gen. There were almost no games I was I was I was really looking forward to from the period of like 2009 all the way up till. 2011. And also the thing with and, you. What I'm noticing my conversations with you, though, mm-hmm. is that you're.
3: The types of games you want is very limited and very, very specific. I know. You want very specific things, but you don't have that range of genre. It's like 7th Gen was really great for shooters.
2: Mm-hmm. And if you're not into shooters, I understand where you're no, coming thing from. No, is, the thing is like... I play other games. I I I I, I I'm really into Warframe. I, I've been playing that a lot recently. That game's sick. Um, it's kind of weeby though. Was, I, <laughs> hey bro, hey bro. I, Look, I, I, got, just, I, want hey, bro, I just, just want to air, air hey, that. That's another thing, by the way. Canada, Canada doesn't count as the West, by the way. <laughs> See, now you just yeah, did mean, no, that's got
3: that no, shit. Now you that shit five minutes ago. I handed like, out right. America's <laughs> the West. I'm
2: fucking around, I'm fucking around, fucking No, nah, just the extremes of the console of West. That, them niggas weeps. But, um. <laughs> 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 niggas weeps. Them niggas weeps. But, um, no. But the, the thing is, like, that 7th gen, after Dove Cry 4 came out, it was really a period of time when Japanese games were all trying to. Like, as I was saying earlier appeal to the west and i've always like I, like i said earlier that question of what does the west like japan doesn't know what the west likes and personally i don't think they ever will and that's fine and that's fine <laughs> That's fine. You want to know why? Because fuck the West. Like the West likes a lot of really stupid things. The West <laughs> likes a lot of th- a lot of things that like will not make sense to them. And Japan we likes burns like
0: lo- and fried food. <laughs> I mean, Japan likes a lot
2: of stupid things too. And I and uh, but those stupid things Japan likes are fucking fire to me. Like I, I like I really I really like the stuff they like. And that's because I'm trans Japanese. No. Uh, no, that's because <laughs> that's because as people. Especially people who grow up in, especially people who grow up not necessarily finding a lot of like connections in their own, how can I put this? In their own (laughs) cultures or finding a lot of, you know, camaraderie amongst people who kind of share their own background. Those people retreat to media from cultures that kind of more reflect their own passions and interests. That's the reason why anime fans are a very specific kind of person. That's why. That's why anime fans are a type of person. It's Pull because. It's because. Like when you. Are, okay. Shit. Okay. Here's a question I have, because this is a question I ask every otaku, because usually it's it's a, it's a very good indicator. When you when you and were. And
1: then after this question, yeah. I have to introduce you because yes, we've please. gone like half
2: an hour. Oh, absolutely,
1: absolutely. <laughs> a... <laughs> my points, my,
2: start. My, 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 my question is when you were a kid. And you, before you even knew what anime was, and you saw an anime character, be it on some dude's t-shirt, or on a poster, or on a television screen, were your eyes not transfixed? I felt like I was always aware of anime. Okay. Yeah.
3: Like, first things to first, Kiki's with me, I never service. had a chance. My mother introduced me to anime with mm. Akira and Ghost in the show. Mm-hmm. I never yeah. had a chance. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah,
0: but you know well, what I mean, right? Yeah. Like my brother would watch like Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. And It was. It was always there. Yeah. There was Pokemon. It was always there. We got yeah. Pokemon. You know? The
2: show. We got Pokemon the game. I remember I was on a bus in London one time, and one man them had a Ronnie Kenshin like. T-shirt on. Oh, this is back in like '99. That was look. Wait, this
3: is thing about it though. This. Is when it comes to America, if you were on *Tsunami* or mm-hmm. *Adult Swim*, yeah. you're part of the culture. That's just the oh, way fine. it is. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You Big just shot, watch like, Cartoon Network. You've seen *Tsunami*. Oh, absolutely. Big shock! Oh, no. Like, hey, you want to see Gundam Wing? Hey, man! Like, <laughs> yeah, and no. we
0: all branched out and started using the internet for research purposes to research purposes. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Allegedly, and Allegedly. then that's how we all got into AMVs. Oh, right, so you're said going to, so to YouTube? Please, Please, before Anton. the era
2: of ads. Yeah. Um, give me a second. I, I need to. I need to. I'm about to do something funny, but continue, Anton.
1: All right. So, yeah, I just wanted to introduce everybody. <laughs> as they've now heard you talk about the Iron Curtain and <laughs> appealing to Western markets. Let hey. people know who you are. To me, you're Jimmy from Press Start. Uh, but hello. to the internet, who should you be?
2: I am Nino. AKA Mr. Black and Platinum, AKA the Hot Take Intellectual, AKA Young Uh, Giga
3: Drill. This drill, the Hot
1: (laughs) hot
2: Take Intellectual.
3: Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, um,
2: so I run a YouTube channel, but, you know, I just use my name, Nino, uh, on my YouTube channel. I talk about anime, I talk about culture, I talk about everything that comes across my brain. Uh, I'm also on Twitter a lot, yelling at casuals. Yeah, I'm also also on Twitter yelling yelling at casuals but in general I'll I, I be chill I'll be chill I, I hang out with the boys at, at Controller we all, we Eyes. All, we all kick it gang gang <laughs> we've had now who, now who are you now who are you guys
1: who yeah I
2: mean <laughs> I I 110 episodes later <laughs> oh, they're <yeah>. no- <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you might you might got, you you guys might be catching some people from my from my corner of the woods, so, so you know what it is. This is Madrid, aka
0: Sunny Chifa, aka Sauce hey. Lord Sama senpai Kun himself. Hey. You know what I'm saying? You can check me out on Twitch. <laughs> I stream dating sims, fighting games, and JRPGs. What dating sims you play? Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club hey, My god <laughs> My god <laughs> We're trying to get oh, we're, going, dream we're going daddy. into
3: that We're starting to go down,
0: Dude, down We road don't now. need to We don't, we don't need go to now. go down <laughs> we Dream Daddy it very
3: hard Man 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 <laughs>
2: Fuck Dream Daddy oh, I'm, I'm so little crazy Let me don't say fuck Dream Daddy Because that that, that could get me in real trouble I
3: know <laughs> It's alright uh, yeah. It's alright
2: Let's think about it I'm oh not going with my AKAs. AKA Ieyasu Tokuganja, AKA Little Heart Attack, AKA the Nigerian Dandada, AKA Miyamoto Too Flashy, AKA Hatori trapping out the bando. I'm sorry, let me do this though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, that into a <laughs> five seconds.
3: What happened? <laughs> 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 it could have been
0: no
2: cases. this the
1: litigation?
2: <laughs> <Hey. laughs> AKA Young My Size. A hey, gal, I'm trying to chat to you. Oh, you're, you're, you're going to air me? Alright, calm. Your butt is anyway. Anyway, let's go. Alright. Putting on modello. So, so, speaking of damn.
1: young Miyamoto, mm-hmm. uh, today we had probably the biggest like most this condensed, this wasn't the biggest.
2: this, wasn't the... this? Nintendo I don't know. Direct. I don't know. Man. the best shit Nintendo Nintendo Direct that we the, the Direct that had Astro Chain and Damon X Machina in it was like this, this had one, has Damon, yeah, yeah, this one like, has Damon X Machina in it. Yeah, uh, uh, but like Demon X uh, Machina. Uh, but Demon X uh, Machina Damon uh, comes out like next week. So, the, so this, this there, so one like literally
1: talked about like upgrades to like a bunch of existing games. This the first two seconds was like a here here nigga damn. It was like you thought you knew, so here you go. And then, <laughs> so they started off by announcing Overwatch for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Like it just loads in, Overwatch, over 10 million players, shows. Wait, but
2: do you remember when they said... Okay, so here's the funny thing about this, right? Before we get to actually who got announced for Smash... The I remember last week. If you're on Twitter, the first rumor, it, the first rumor, I'm completely <laughs> it, wrong. They got watch, it, walked back it, into
3: it, a new rumor, Bro. They got walked back saying, saying, "Hey, yeah. it's a SNK
0: character." Oh my yeah. god! Define. So <laughs> like, that's what at least you got to be like, um, okay, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, so like I'm gonna
2: the, watch how this they, plays out. They really, they okay. So the, the someone on Fortune, always Fortune. Yeah, it's always, it's always <laughs> 4chan. You like a hit on 4chan as much as you like, but you still come there for news. Anyway, um. Someone leaks on 4chan leaks saying new character, it's not, it's not, they're not popular. People are gonna be, people are gonna be very confused. Number one, all of that's wrong, but we'll get to why it's wrong. Uh, the the other thing was right around that time, there was an, a switch case, yeah, yeah, so like when you really think about it, yeah. People are dumb as hell. Because well, also, how are you really gonna think that's gonna
3: be? Because a, humans are really good at putting, making patterns out of stuff. Yeah, and, and it's like the things were too, too close. It's like you're telling me an Overwatch switch case gets leaked, and then you're telling me a Smash Bros. character that doesn't make any sense to be in Smash is gonna confuse a lot of people. Mm. That's just a connection that's too easy. I'd be surprised if they didn't make that connection. Right. Uh, no, no, really. no, no, no. no, no. It, 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 I was like,
2: yeah, put D.Va Smash. Do it. Diva. in Smash. To be Diva honest, D.Va Smash makes <laughs> way more sense than Tracer and Smash. Yeah.
1: Well, that's well, that, that, like, yeah walk, so that same 4chan leak, the, their clarification on them, like. The first walk back. Bro, watch. Yeah. In the next character pack, it's like a female character with a mech. And they're like,
0: yeah, I told you told you. Yeah, they <laughs> were saying it'd
1: be a female character that nobody would expect and it'd make people mad. And then they're like, wait, like everybody's thinking it's Tracer. Oh, they
2: said female character. Yeah. Because, oh, that makes sense. Because I, yeah. I didn't catch
1: that part. And okay. then they said a female character with a mech. So the internet, like, that's when it really that started.
2: Valkyrie, not but it, get, it
1: get, was right. like, okay, maybe It was too Tracers. free. It was too right. The first
0: time I saw it, I was like, the cheesy boy agenda.
1: 2B. <laughs> <Yeah,
0: laughs> oh, yeah, like, you
3: know, I never, I never, I the
0: no. so quickly. I never, I never, I I was ready. I was like, yo, it's too great. <laughs> it's too well, have, we have way too much power. 2B well, <laughs> for Smash. It's still going <laughs> to yeah, happen. they it's so, oh, wow. still yeah. going to happen. 2B for Smash? Yeah. We've been saying that for like, what, a year now? Yeah. Over a year. Yeah. I think
2: I think if, if we're getting any Nia character in Smash, it's going to be from the Nia sequel. It, when, uh, it, yeah, when it maybe. eventually comes maybe. And that we don't even know If 2B's I don't, gu- even, like, I
3: don't even know If Yoko Taro's actually oh, Going to no, make it No he,
2: he said it No like Number one There's two things Number one It's already confirmed Number two Yoko Taro said He's going to keep Making money As long as Square pays him I
3: mean of course He's, he's going to keep, 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 no, 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 keep Making
2: games As long as Square pays him well, was, so, I said, so, yeah. So, so, yeah. Yoko Taro's going to be Making games
3: Mm-hmm. I was saying, is it going to be a near sequel? It's either a near or a dra- Drakengard. He likes the right, alternate. Right, he
1: could really come back and be like... And if he
3: makes another platinum? A- a- Drakengard... A God made by Platinum? Come on, dog. let's go. No, no, wait, first things first. The whole thing with Yoko Taro is Yoko Taro is a brilliant auteur director yes. hampered by half ad development teams. Absolutely. Like, how you are going to give me an unoptimized PS2 game? Mm-hmm. And then, so Sony came down and was like, hey, here's a good studio. Here's Platinum. Yeah. And what did we get? fucking heat yeah. and what I'm saying is is he going to stick with that it's, now that we are focused on Yoko Taro himself let's, is he going to keep using the near brand or is he going to make something else entirely let's look at this Yoko Taro,
2: Yoko Taro for the past I think decade and a half basically has been in a universe Yeah. and the thing about Yoko Taro is he's a weirdo
3: yeah, but here's the thing about it. Yeah, I, know, he, I mean, he like, he, yeah, cosplay. He's, he's,
2: a, he's a weirdo. But the, the truth... You love it, though. Yeah, we all love it. Yeah, we all love right. it. One thing I know about weirdos is... They never run out of ideas. But here's the thing about it. Like, like, I'm, I'm not they, saying that she's going to run out of years. I'm saying no, if they, they, didn't they, they never the run same out name. They never run out of ideas... And I mean, even if it's not the same name, it's still gonna be. It's He's not gonna stop I'm, this I'm not story. saying he's not, but I'm just saying, like, is it gonna be under the near brand? That's most my like, question. But the near brand is the God brand. So even if he makes a new God game, it's still gonna. Like, he's, he can still definitely we tie it know back that. We know that. Yeah. We know that. You the know,
3: don't do, know that. Do you that. think he cares <laughs> what the normies know? I didn't say he did. <laughs> but I'm saying. He's always used the games to mm-hmm. tell a different story, all in universe. It's all one timeline.
2: Yeah. All I'm saying is. I'm just
3: ex- whatever Maybe. he gives us. I'm excited for I it. Mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I
2: mean, yeah. of course. So, you're, so you are thinking he's gonna try and do a new IP? It doesn't matter. It, it I, might, it it might be same matter. universe new IP. I think at the at this moment, same universe new IP. If if you're gonna make that work, you're gonna have to set it after one of the endings of Nier Automata.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like just the way make near ends, mm-hmm.
2: like. You gotta make just all you gotta do is make references. Make yeah. references.
3: That's all you gotta do. You gotta yeah. make references.
2: But like Yokotaro
3: doesn't just make references. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, 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 Yokotaro, does no, Not just does he make net references; he <laughs> makes deep cut <laughs> references of Near. Fight. Dude, Dude, he, no. can make a,
0: he can make a Near. in the in the same universe just like right before the Vincent Near? Do you guys
3: remember a rocket took off?
2: Are you guys aware that the the entire universe of Near sprung up out of a joke ending. Yeah, like so. It could be anything. It could, at this point, I'm, I'm kind of wheeling back to your first idea. Really, could he could it just could be, be doing anything? It, it like, really... it might not even
3: be under the Nier brand. All I just need is to hear that Yoko Taro with the director's chair. That's all I need. We're getting that.
2: We're definitely getting that.
3: Of oh course, that's, that's... of course. I mean, remember, Nier Automata outsold Persona Five. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a.
0: Give it. That's 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 pretty dope. But Nier is also on Xbox and PC. I mean, so yeah,
3: good. I mean, I feel like that was Everybody before needs the to Xbox version. I Everybody feel like that needs was before to the Xbox game.
0: version came out. It was before. It was just you know PlayStation and PC at the
3: time. But right, I mean, yeah. that's still dope. Yeah. I mean, heck, that well, game. I, guess, I guess Persona had PlayStation three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I remember when the first teaser for that and it was just chairs with balls and chains on it. Yo, no creepy as fuck. Yo, so, so the
2: first trailer for Persona Five came out when I was in was like sophomore year of college, my first go around, was like which was 2014. Yeah, I
3: was gonna say it like was 2014. That's when they, they announced it in that block where they announced Arena Two mm-hmm. and the first Dancing Game. Oh yeah, like it that did. was the block where Atlas showed up was like, hey, Persona fans. So, so Dancing Game, Fighting Game, Five.
2: We're getting here's another thing. We're getting that Persona Five Scramble game, right? So, my question yeah. is, is it just going to be a redo? Is it essentially just going to be Persona 5 story? No, but no. No, Dynasty, no. Scramble's the Dynasty Warriors. No. Royal it's No, good. no, no. I know mean, was, a, the of was the story Scramble? Was the story of Scramble. Just- some shit. I mean, it's just it can't, be, it can't be some
0: shit. It's just gonna be some. It can't, can't just be some, some shit. It's like have, you not, it's not gonna have you ever played the no, Dynasty Warrior no, game? No,
1: have you no, ever played Dynasty Warrior No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's just
2: normally y- just some y- shit. Y- it, yes, but like <laughs> your goal is to go out there with your persona <laughs> and beat this shit out. <laughs> and shit of right. Yeah, but like my my question, my question. Actually, no. Now that I think, now that I think about it, if you want that meaty story, go play the that Warrior. I just realized something. I want a fucking Persona game made by Platinum now after Astral Chain, and I'm very upset that I know I'm never going to get it.
0: I, I don't cause I, cause that's I don't want another Persona fighting game made
3: by Arxis. I could use another arena. We I've been need, saying, this, need I've arena been saying this since 5 came out. Give me arena, just one arena was tight. But mm-hmm. also, I need the college versions Of the Persona 4 cast Like they did the Persona 3 My
2: cast. god, high five What? I'm just saying That's I, I, That's I need to see my adult that's version That's cool That I think about that Yo, so my, my nigga Mitsuru My, my nigga Yosuke yeah, yeah. Yosuke Old man Yosuke's gonna be fire <laughs> Old man Yosuke Yo, college age Yosuke That, Chie? that,
1: that Yo You man, want to talk about the old man? Mama waifu? Chie Mama Chie The Ma- wife Mama
2: Chie You, you, you're, you're a real one, Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> You know what me and my cousin used to to do in Persona 4 Arena? Like, back because we were both like, it started because both of us liked Chie, and it like I was like, I'm picking Chie. I was like, No, I'm picking Chie. Like, fine, mirror match. After a while we made the Chie versus Chie mirror match like an actual like traditional thing We both picked up a Chie just for the mirror matches that we would do with each other nice. <laughs> Like, that, like that, that really was That really was like we'll do We, ha- we had our mains but then we'll do, You gotta we, have Chie we, 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 We'll just do like a Chie, v, a Chie v Chie Like hey bro like let's let's play Like and we all had the specific co- I remember exactly which color I used It was the brown skin Chie with the yellow outfit Oh yeah,
3: uh, uh, oh, so what the artist is uh, oh, actually
2: yeah. us brown skin God options. bless. God, God bless. bless God bless. Oh man. You got you guys play Blaze Blue? I play Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear. <laughs> I'm a Blazblue guy. I play a little Blazblue. Oh man, just a little. Just, I'm, a try, I'm gonna try and get. It. I'm gonna try and get uh, Game Master up to fucking get Blazblue on one of the TVs. Front of the podcast. Yeah. A, I know <laughs> he used to have it at um, back in the deep end. He did. Yeah. He, no, he still has it. He, he still has. Yeah, it. I know he has. It It just but depends
0: on like who's there, what games they
2: pick. Yeah, man, when sometimes. I when I when I get there, when I'm, I'm gonna be there early on on Monday next yeah, if you week. Wanna, like, if I want to play Guilty Gear, i know I got to get there. I'm getting there early, and I'm starting Blazblue, and I'm not. Getting up from that <laughs> motherfucking chair that whole night. Until I'm about somebody to- beat you No one's beating me. It's okay And Blaze Blue? You, Call him out. Call him out. Oh man, you gonna need you gonna need you gonna need you gonna need Maelstrom to beat me and Blaze Blue. You gonna need ca- fucking Kazunoko to beat my ass, bro. You ain't you ain't you ain't doing Who that. Who do you mean? Uh, I mean Ragnar and Ibuki Okay. Ragman. I Man, see you. You, yeah. you. you guys know what I'm okay about. You guys know I'm what I'm about. You. you guys already know what I'm about. I fucking, I fucking hate yes, Ragman. Yes, of course you hate Ragman. He's rushed on City. <laughs> he's Rushdown yes, City. Why? Like, okay, <laughs> why do you think <laughs> I play Akihiko <laughs> when you're
3: playing <laughs> I just want to <laughs>
2: run at you <Ooh>. and press buttons. <laughs> Man, and then a- I play Ike. It's why I want to pretend like a Aki- good Hiko- at the game. Akihiko and Cross Tag is a is a clown fiesta. <laughs> no, straight <My laughs> up, it's a clown. Ike a- and Akihiko. Why? Because do you want to be a clown?
0: Akihiko has a- made me like, all right, you know what? I'm just
2: gonna log off. Yo, I hate dumpling. <laughs> I personally fucking hate Cross Tag. Bro. Don't press buttons. I I hate Cross Tag because those-, those matches end in ten seconds. Cross Tag is such a bastardization of my favorite fighting game. It's not even funny. No, no, like- your favorite fighting games. Games, yeah. multiple. Yeah, to be honest, every single one of the games that Cross Tag brutalizes all games I love deeply. <laughs> like I, I tried getting into it, and I re- then I realized that oh wait, half your combo is your tag character. That's stupid, and I turned it off. <laughs> I was like, nah. Look,
3: I'm just saying. No one has done tag well since Marvel's Capcom
2: and King of Fighters. Do you think cross tag is skull tag girls? well? Huh? Do you think cross tag is doing tag well? No, not exactly. Skullgirls. And Skullgirls. Mm. And Skullgirls. Dragon Play Ball skull Z. Girls. Fires, no, no fighters
3: has the. No. It's, it's just because it's of the no. balance between characters pisses me off. like the, That's true, Fires, true. Some the, assists are
2: way better than others. Not just exactly. assists, but also some characters are like some you're characters make are a short ass character no, with long ass moves. My so. thing is, some characters are only good for assists. For example, Vegeta has one of the best assists in the game, and his actual moveset, if he's the last character you have on your team, you're dead. Like, I don't know. Some, I've seen Anchor Vegeta is just mm. like, fuck I mean, it.
3: If, I mean, if, if,
0: if you can, can actually act with them, no, if you're watching pros. They're like, alright, I No,
3: I'm, the real thing about Dragon Ball FighterZ is the way they handle overheads. And that's what makes certain characters better than other characters. Like, i.e.,
0: Bardock? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Bardock yes.
3: and Vegito. The whole reason why they're really good in the neutral because they're the only characters who have an overhead built into their auto combo. Everyone else has to do a jump heavy. No, 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 no. Um, Goku Blue.
2: Boca blue has an of go, yeah. go go Goca blue, blue didn't also. get good until like a couple patches. Mm. But at the same time, he still had one of the best auto combos uh, in base game because it had a built-in because it had overhead. A built-in overhead. Yeah. And it's like okay, and it's, it's not only is it a built-in overhead; it's a fucking meaty ass move. Like it's like that and it's big fast like, as that shit. kick he that does fucking kick that fucking kick. Oh that is my the, God. that's one of the meatiest. Like you can block it, and I can still start a new combo. Like yeah. like because it's, it's two, it's was it's big two meaty plus. plus. How
3: is that meaty ass move that plus on block,
2: bro? How and it knocks you back too if you block it. Yeah, you just
0: have to be used to fighting Goku Blues, which
2: no, you just have which, to suffer. Yeah, well, well I mean, you, Goku Blues are also a terrible anchor as well. Like if yeah. you if you if you don't know how to like control the neutral, if you don't know how to like control the neutral, because he has no moves. He only has his he only has his teleport, which can be like anyone with any with any brain can see how to beat that like little teleport he does. Yeah, but here's the thing about it though. Also,
3: one thing about him is that that teleport is really good when you're at plus three frames mm. because you're playing online.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you y'all, man! Oh cheese <laughs> the lag, baby. She's oh, like, the thing Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> on one console, playing in real first time. Okay, yeah,
3: yeah you can that's deal with the, that. See, but but once you get up to plus three, first, that's, that's the, the only. That's the only. Really place exactly. shit.
2: That's the only place I've played Dragon Ball Fighter. So all the online scum tech, I don't know. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's literally this I is really bad. plus on block, and it's hard to you block know, if you're you at you plus two. You know, a game that has online scum tech, Tekken. I mean, it's Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> that game is that bad. Online and Tekken is not the same as as not. It's not the same game. Like playing Tekken online and playing it like with someone, cause you. There's the the level of like drop combos people. The level of drop combos people get because of like small frame skips. It's plus three small not Plus two.
3: two. Like,
2: huh? Look, I'm just saying that one frame, man. At one
3: frame, that's all you need to die,
2: bro. That's all you need. It's It's terrible. It's it's it. uh, Another thing is when when playing other games, like when playing freaking. Under Night, which, God bless the fact Under Night is finally like... God bless Under oh, bless, God, God bless Under night. night for bringing anime fighters back to the main stage, baby. We, uh, we, we, we bro, were done yes. for a while. Look, <laughs> look, it's
3: like this. Here's here's the thing. Th- the new Guilty Gear is on the horizon. Here's what makes anime, fight, anime fighters the shit. It's called, I'm Gonna Combo You. That is it. You see, my, my
2: my my theory as to why anime fighters are not are not popular, especially within the fighting game community, it isn't just that they're anime games with a bunch of weird looking characters. It's that it's my favorite part. It's that like yeah, I mean that's, that's <laughs> everyone's favorite part. Like it's that the so Street Fighter, the things possible in Street Fighter, right? All of the st- all of the ways of playing Street Fighter are transferable to BlazBlue. You can turtle, you can. You can really just like apply pressure, like shoto pressure, like you know, like the way you would with a Ryu. You, but the thing is, what you can't necessarily do in anime fighters that, you know, King of Fighters, Street Fighter, even Mortal Kombat, that like they kind of build themselves around it. The neutral game is not patience based. The neutral game is reaction based. That's the difference. Well, see, that's, that's the thing. That's that's the. That's the- that's the little mind game they put in yeah. you, put in your head. It is
3: still patience, because when you're in that block, you wait. You wait because the amount of times I've been punished
2: by a fucking dragon punch. Mm. Yeah, no, because <laughs> dragon punches and dragon punches in anime fighters are almost invincible. Because like, that's the whole point. If You yeah. wait for that opening. You wait for them to use that one move that isn't plus on block. Yep. Dragon punch. Dragon punch. And so you got to be patient. And almost and in anime fighters, dragon punches are almost always like frame per like immediately after you put the input in, it's out. Like he he he's dragon punches. Uh, his dragon punch circle is insane because dragon punches. Uh, are punishes oh bro. in anime
3: fighters and uh, yes. and that's what pissed me off about Street Fighter Five is because they took their version of their other Dragon Punch i.e. parrying mm-hmm. and they made it garbage yep like that's the that's first like, strike is the shit
2: that's one thing that um that's one thing Under Night teaches you really well uh, teaches you really well as well like that the the Dragon Punch its folk its purpose is once you're trying to get pressure off you. Like once, once the person is almost done with their combo, and another thing that I've noticed in in particularly under night is that when you're blocking if you if you're still holding it like you just need to hold it back once because if you're still holding it you won't get a as fast enough of a reaction out of the out of the block you literally just have to yeah, you start... Get that perfect you kind of st- start holding the block and then let <clears throat> it go while they're still doing their multi-hit move and as soon as you let as soon as they're done with that move you can you can attack again yeah but if, yeah but then also like
3: Marvel had their own uh, way to deal to add the mind game with that which is the uh advancing guard mm-hmm. yeah and it's that like it. That was sick. And yeah. then at the mind game, because now it's like, am I gonna stop my combo early? Mm-hmm. So you DP, oh, and so man. I can punish you. Man, that's oh man. Fighting games are the
2: shit. Fighting <laughs> games are just chess for people with quick brains. It's it's, it's chess it's, at sixty frames it's per chess second. Chess at sixty frames per second, bro. Like that's and and that's that's the reason why Tekken's so interesting because that's when you really see. I feel like right now the game that really typifies what fighting games are in the FGC is Tekken at the moment. More so than Street Fighter. Like, more so, like, and I don't mean that from a gameplay perspective. I mean that from, like, a kind of like where it is in the culture perspective. Well, yes,
3: but also the thing about it is mm-hmm. Tekken just got out of a dark age. Oh, of course. And that's the big thing
2: about Tekken. But, like, but Tek- for, a, for one dark age to end, another must begin.
3: I.e., we're going to
2: definitely simplify our
3: game. For
2: <laughs> Damn Street Fighter. Yep. <laughs> when one Dark Age ends, another begins.
3: And we're not going to talk about what happened to Marvel.
2: Mm. We don't need to. I remember, remember what was? Remember who else was in the Dark Age back then? It was Guilty Gear. When Blaze was running everything, it was Guilty Gear of the Dark Age. And before Exa, people like to people had like to pretend like they've been playing Guilty Gear for time, yeah? No, they haven't. Because no, cause no, cause they I were playing, playing Guilty, Guilty, Guilty Gear for time. <laughs> that means they were
3: playing one Guilty uh, Gear. Yeah, they had yeah, yeah. to lot OG They were playing
2: Guilty Gear since middle school. Was bad. Man, I um, remember yeah. I remember my cousin had I don't know if it was Accent Core. Was it XX? It was XX. Yes. It was. It was, yes. was definitely the first. I had XX it was the, the first. Carnival yeah.
0: On Xbox. Man, <laughs> that, standard. That that Gets le- fucking game. That
2: game made me hate anime fighters because he used to watch <laughs> me every time. And the thing about yeah.
3: Guilty Gear. Is Guilty Gear's like, hey, you know you can cancel pretty much everything. Get good. <laughs> Get yeah. Good.
0: So we're like, gonna hit you with like fifteen different systems. Figure so them
2: out. So my, my my that's actually the reason why I became a Blaze Blue player because i didn't like guilty gear but then blaze blue comes out and it's like okay here's everything guilty gear does but for the people who kind of have a little bit of trouble doing all of the stupid, crazy, like multiple, you know, Z inputs, Z inputs literally in the middle of a combo yeah. in the air. What, yeah. you didn't play cigar? <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. You were doing the tiger. So, so, like, now now you've got a version of that, not necessarily casualized, because Blaze is not casual whatsoever. It's just. Not, it's it's not like, No, no, no. It's, I was going to say it's f- different. Different. just different. Like, it's, it's different. Deep. It's just the learning curve isn't yeah. it? steep. That's yeah. all
3: it is. Because those old fighting games, that learning curve was a brick wall. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, and also because a also
2: because Blaze Blue, after a while, it started really getting good at its challenge mode. It started like, hey man, what if we taught people? Yeah, how to, it's how like that's one of the things I love about Ember. They're <laughs> like, hey, what if we just we're going to teach. Yeah, yeah it's, like, was, it's one of those. That's the whole point of challenge modes. It's hey. We're gonna teach you these combos. Because mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about challenge combos yeah, is that half of them are trash. Half of them you don't need them. But what that, it teaches you is the what, motions. What are the motions that this? What can you get to in this character that lets you have a combo? Wasn't it Tekken that had the rhythm game that taught you the combos? Was that, that was in Tekken Four. Yeah. Yeah. They I mean, don't do that anymore.
3: Yeah. Know, but honestly, that's mean, actually, that's that that a that combo game. Actually, there is a Western game that had the
2: Beastly ass combo game, and that was fucking Killer Instinct. Killer, Killer Instinct is the shit. Killer Instinct is one of those. I don't like Western fighting games, but Killer Instinct is one of those ones where it's like. Oh, Killer Instinct is one of those ones where it's like. Uh, I'm gonna just start holding it up like this. <laughs> Killer Instinct is one of those ones where, like, I kind of get why people really enjoy this. Killer Instinct is like, hey, you know how you like doing combos in other, other and games? In B- yeah. and other games? <laughs> just have fun. Just yeah, because like if you Killer Instinct is one of those things where like if you learn a combo. The game just tells you, "My God, you don't, you, you don't gotta stop."
3: Exactly. <laughs> you <don't>, you <laughs> <don't>, <laughs> you don't no
2: game <laughs> types you up, wraps you in a dope ass combo.
0: ultra oh, combo.
3: She's yeah.
2: like, ah, oh, yes,
3: yeah. You just got your ass whooped, boy. Oh my God! Bring it back.
2: And then in Skullgirls, they literally have a mechanic to stop this. <laughs> they they have a, a very specific mechanic that like it, the moment you, the moment the game realizes you're starting a combo again, like you're looping the The moment the game realizes you're turning it's the combo into like, a the loop. Third loop. No, it's it's off the second loop. They they, they I think they patched but, it. They they made it they made it so like if you do the if you do it like if you do a loop of a combo and you go back to the first move of that first loop, the game will pink out and you can like they'll drop the, yeah, the, the gauge. But hey, yeah. Smash
3: does the same thing. It's like Every
2: 10 moves, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's called but staling. Like, it's called staling. 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 Yeah, staling. When, when, no, but you can get out of staling real easy because you want to know something funny. When you grab someone and you punch them, that counts as a move. Yeah. So you can just fill out like, because the, the way the staling works is every move you use it's on is on a register. It's on a register. it's 10. Hit. Yeah, it's on a register of 10. And like you can cycle moves in and out of that. Is it every move you use or every move you hit with? No, every move you use. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like... No, you, no, no, it's it. It's, it. it's yeah, okay, it. Yeah, I was about to say because, like, it's every So, if you... When you, like, grab someone, and you can just fill the register up with, like, little punches with the grab, so you can get all your moves back to, like, actual damage. But if you keep using the same move, it will actually, like, lower the amount of percentage. For, like, e. If you actually get your combo game
3: on, you'll be fine.
2: Yeah, but if so, you just like, spam
3: if, the same freaking move, if, you're going to die.
2: If Roy's f- Roy's fair, I think, at... He'll, is 11 right when from from base damage but after it stales it's only eight so it's like oh, okay you kind of have to get really good at m- making sure you know which moves you've been using a lot i feel bad yeah smashes smashes it, it's a lot more it's a lot more detailed than people will give it credit for but it's also I not think that's the beauty of smash that's, that's the, the beauty of
3: right? smash it's because smash <laughs> Is a game that's able to exist on those levels. Mm-hmm. Smash can be a party game, i.e., you put eight players in, items, fuck it. Yeah, we're gonna so have we, a good time. Can we
0: talk about this new Smash League? Because. Oh, not leak.
2: It's, it's not leak. It's not, not yeah, it, the Direct. You need
3: my motherfucking
2: boy. the First
0: off, as of today, yeah. Banjo and Kazooie are actually available to play. Yeah. Right right the they're like literally, boom, after the Direct, you're like, you can play these hoes right now. my god.
2: I'd love Banjo and Kazooie and Smash if I actually had a. Nintendo, when I grew up.
0: Right. They they, (laughs) they, they look pretty regular, you know what I'm saying? Banjo Kazooie was
2: the shit. Banjo Kazooie is a lot of fun. That I'm British, <laughs> despite Sakurai the fact that I'm British, like, you can play it on your Xbox. Despite <laughs> the fact that I'm British, Banjo Kazooie is, is apparently one of the biggest games to ever come out of England. I never really played it because, as I said, I, I just had it on. I had a PlayStation One. I never. I mean, it was rare. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. It was one of those rarest primes. That's what makes it feel good. It doesn't make, the rare boys are back. It doesn't make sense that rare palled up with Nintendo in the nineties, though, because something everyone in England would probably know listening to this is that Europe as a region was was PlayStation territory. After 95, that was PlayStation territory. It was not, there was no, like, it was not necessarily that you could have found a Nintendo. I had a Nintendo for a short period of time, but then I got rid of it and got, a, you know, my dad got me a PlayStation 1. Because that's what That's what essentially, if you wanted to be able to play. I guess they wanted to do something different. Like, yeah, right, well, that's the thing about it. They, that's how they got on into that market. Because rare to Nintendo games Nintendo. On, that, on that Nintendo console. That's, were shit, that's not talking why, Donkey Kong Country, Banjo Kazooie, those games are
3: flames.
2: That's actually surprisingly why rares a lot more popular in America than they are in England. Because like you they are a company that were focused on kinda of being on the Nintendo and being like the Western company that stuck with them instead of moving to the PlayStation. Cause that was kind of what was happening. A lot a lot of that was happening. A lot of like I mean yeah. yeah. I mean heck, look at EA not putting pretty much their good shit on Switch. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these companies stayed away from stayed away from Nintendo because they thought they could put stuff elsewhere, and I think I think after the 64, that kind of mentality stuck around even during the GameCube days. I mean, yeah, but also the thing about it is also we have to acknowledge the fact that Nintendo created their worst
3: enemy that then out- proceeded to outperform them, pretty much every single generation. Oh yeah,
2: no. That's that's literally that was that was well except for Generation Seven, which was already we can already dis- throw that away as just like a, a the next the, Nexus, there's, the Nexus. A, there's a
3: lot of great shit. I
2: have enjoyed Generation. I 7. I have I am I am, a, I am a I'm a staunch anti-Generation Seven person. I I just think that was one that was the dark age for me. That was mm. just a very dark age for video games like, in general. I, I, no, I still go back and play Bioshock One. That game's <sighs> Man, great. I, I I despise Bioshock. <laughs> Why do you hate Sp- Bioshock? Why? Especially Infinite. Wow. Infinite in particular. I, Why? That was my I, favorite Bioshock. I, Bioshock. I hate Bioshock Infinite. It is going to sound so... Because like it represents the West. No, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, but like... Um, no, but like Bioshock, white Bioshock, man. Bioshock Infinite to me... Bioshock Infinite to me, like, especially certain parts of it, felt very like, oh, this is just... This is just like... Just... Liberal. and When I say liberal, I don't mean like I'm. A, I'm a conservative and I'm hating on liberals. No, I'm, I'm a leftist and I'm hating on liberals. But uh, this is this is like just liberal pablum. Like one of the specific aspects. The moment I realized I hated the game, because I don't necessarily hate the game for gameplay reasons. The, the shooting is okay, but it was really just a lot of the story that didn't drive with me. And one, it's a pulp sci- sci-fi No No, 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 story. no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. It's 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 not the genre. It's not the aesthetics. It's actually some of the specifics and like the tone of the story. Like, and so some of the actual aspects. One part of the story, right, that happened was when you're... When you enter the alternate universe the first time, right? Mm-hmm. And the Irish and the black people are shooting, killing everyone, having a revolution and whatnot. Yeah, the Vox Populi. The Vox Populi, yes, right? So, the Vox Populi gets portrayed in this alternate universe as the villains. Because they are resorting to violent methods to get their point across. And I understand... I would disagree. And I would disagree
3: because at this point in time, we've already established yeah. well, well, at this point in time, we've already established that the Vox Populi are going to get you caught up in some bullshit you don't want anything to but do. But at with. the
2: same time, like you see that's that's kind of where my problem comes in because you've got this extremely well realized and truly and a dark understanding of old American culture with with, with all of... What was the place called again? Colombia. Colombia. yes. Yeah, well, I mean, it's I know, literally I know, a beacon to colonialism. Yes, Col- 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 Like exactly. the American Revolution. Now, m- my question there is, would it not be a more compelling story... To kind of be part of what brings that down, because a lot of the people, at the, but the thing is, and it's also very funny to me, because Barack Infinite represents a space of American thinking. It, but it represents where American thought, popular thought, in regards to race relations, in regards to politics, where that shit was in 2013, before all of the era we're in now. And one thing I hated about that era Is something that Mo fucking Booker, Booker fucking says in that game And he says The only way The only difference between Daisy Fitzroy and Comstock Is how you spell the name And what that essentially does In the narrative of the game Is tell the player That the authoritarian totalitarian dictator and the violent freedom fight like oh sorry the freedom fighter who may, necess- may not necessarily be the freedom fighter who may not necessarily be like you know doing things in a way that you might like but is fighting for the rights of people who are literally enslaved forced to work without any pay that, that kind of shit the, it, the the idea to me is that like if you're going to have a story that is about the human experience. In no way, shape, or form can you minimalize the desire. that's the thing about it. It's not. It is. It is not. We, we can. We can. Ooh. It's about. It's about making choices. It, that, that game is about choices, and it's about what happens when you make the wrong choice. No. And yes, it is. That's no. what, that's the, that was the theme of Bioshock Infinite. No. Unless I, unless I completely misread no, the No,
3: the thing about it is there's always a man. Mm-hmm. There's always a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. The whole thing about Bioshock Infinite is that it's a time loop. Yeah. He was fucked
2: from the start. Yeah. No, no, that, that part of the story is fine. But like, it's, it's less the specifics of the story that got me very upset about that game. And it's more the actual theming and implica- it's the implications of what the story is trying to do. The the implication here is don't don't get violent during a revolution. Well, that's not because you're what are saying. Black. But you also
3: have to look at who Booker DeWitt was as a mm-hmm. man. Like, remember, Booker DeWitt is a guy who pretty much was black man mailed into selling his own daughter, yeah. and then went to regret it, and then this is him trying to redeem himself, yeah. even though he did this to himself.
2: That's the thing. That's one of the things about it. We're not talking about a good man. Obviously not. Now. But the the argument I would still make is that he's still the protagonist of the story. He's still the protagonist of the story. Actually, and Elizabeth is more the protagonist than he is. I, yes, we can we can get to Elizabeth. But he's still the player POV of the story, right? And in a lot of ways, when you're writing that character, whether or not the thematic... D- Idea is for him to be a likable character or not. He is the character that the player has to identify with for the purposes of the th- of the game. I.e., such something such as like even though you were na- even though you were nameless in Bioshock One, right? Like you still kind of had that. You still kind of were that character. You, you still kind of were that character. And what they were doing in that game was expected to be relate to you as it would be related to that character and here's the difference when it comes to a character who has a voice and a personality and whatnot i.e book of the wit right like you have a character like book of the wit when it when you have a scene like the the revolution scene in that game why it really just got under my craw like again it's not it wasn't a gameplay thing it wasn't an art design thing i i thought i was ready to love Bioshock infinite bro I was, ready to, I, I was getting ready to like play that game and fucking love it. because I mean, I'm, But then also, this is the perspective
3: of a man who doesn't want to be caught up in mm-hmm, what's happening. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing about it is... And that's part of the reason why I don't fully agree with what you're mm-hmm. saying is... It's because we are still playing as a man who, from the jump, wants nothing to do
2: with anything. And it's in, it's, out, it's, gone. It's less so that he said all that shit, right? That's one aspect of why I didn't like it. It's also that... If you're going to have those things as a, if you're going to have antebellum America or some weird bastardized alternate telling of antebellum or postbellum America, I guess, since this is like, what, 1940s? 50s, Something like that. It's right after the Civil War. So, if you're going to have this world and have this story, I know this is going to sound super like SJW, but you have a responsibility if you're telling that kind of story to not go down roads that can lead your audience to think certain things and one of those things well you're not also
3: you're not in charge of your audience interpretation obviously you're not
2: in charge of your audience interpretation, but you are in charge of your writing stuff and i think that particular scene could have been written a lot better because they they wrote a lot better stuff all around the game and for this to have like it i've tried replaying it because i because i know i played it once in 20 in 2014 and i thought to myself like you know what I was probably being a bit, like, I was probably being a bit judgmental. I'm going to go play through it again, and I'm going to get, I'm going to really understand why I don't like this scene. And I played through it, and I was enjoying, the, it, literally the same thing happened. I was like, bro, why 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 is it that I said I don't like this game again? Then that scene happened again, and I felt extremely pissed off again. And I was like, yo, yeah, I get it. This game is literally just speaking for a play. It's speaking from a perspective of, it's speaking from a perspective of, Yes, change needs to happen, but it can't happen on on the terms of the people who need it to happen. That's not what it's saying. That's what it's, what, that's what it's no. Um, what it's, it's saying that's what it's saying, actually technically it's saying something worse. Okay, it's saying that this change needs to happen, but I refuse to be involved because that's where all even, this is coming from. That's he, like, but like, I know at the end of the game, you're at, at the end of the game, it, it, Booker gets what what he deserves, right? He. I mean, all this happens because he no longer gets baptized in the Comstar. Yeah, he stops the time loop. He stops the time loop. So, I, I, it went, when, when you really think about all of that, it's like, especially that ending when it was like, oh, all these alternate universes and whatnot, it's like, damn, I, this is a lot, these are a lot of big ideas, I wish I could stop thinking about that stupid shit y'all did in the second half of the game, like, it's, it's really, like, every time I tried to put myself in the current moment of the game, I kept getting pulled back. And I know that's, like, on some, like, oh, that's a, that's a personal issue. I agree. It's a personal issue. That's why I don't necessarily like the game. But on top of that, beyond beyond being able to, you know, beyond being able to, like, really address kind of the desire for, the kind of address the desire for change, the game doesn't necessarily do much in the way of actually... Showing the perspectives of these people. showing well,
3: because once again, yes, this it's is a from pulp the story of, from the yes. pulp, from the perspective of Booker DeWitt. Someone who really, really just doesn't want to be involved with 95%. Anything that doesn't involve getting Elizabeth out, mm-hmm. he does not want to be involved in. And that's part of the way the story is. It's that all yeah, the obstacles well, I, in that game is him being conscripted into shit that he doesn't actually, want to You know be what? Something's into. coming back
2: to me now. Something's coming back to me now. Because another aspect of that scene is elizabeth slowly growing to come to booker's side on this issue where she began as more or less a bright-eyed oh the voxoppler are the good guys and then she sees all of them get she sees them actually like you know commit the revolution and actually do the boots in the groundwork well,
3: but also the thing and, about it though and i feel like that's realistic because the fact that look revolution is bloody yes it is like it look is. at what happened with France. Yes, absolutely it's I, I definitely agree. And it's horrifying. You're wide-eyed
2: seeing now. You're gonna question it. It's like You're gonna question it, but where, like the the idea that, like, what I'm saying is, if the game then went back and really did hammer down that Booker was See, you wrong. You just
3: want you just want more Vox Populi plotline in Bioshock. That's You want it to be my, Vox Populi, my, but my, like my, no, we're hey, on the hey, book bro, getting bro, the fuck bro, out hey, trade.
2: Hey, look, if every video game was about overthrowing an oppressive government. I'd play more Western games. I'd be here for it. Wolfenstein. <laughs> That's why mm-hmm. Wolfenstein's better than but better than mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Well actually, mm, wolfenstein the new Colossus. Yeah. I mean like Wolfenstein New Order. Well, yes. Colossus, uh, Colossus was kind of like a step down. Yeah. and we're not gonna talk we're about We're not young gonna blood. talk about Youngblood, no. But
3: the thing about but also the thing about Bioshock, the original. And this is why the original is my favorite. It's because it's more about an economic system.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like the, no, I, I noticed. I didn't. I. I don't like Bioshock as a series, but I think Bioshock One is the best one. No, Bioshock One is clearly Bioshock the best 1, one is the best one. Bioshock Two had some ideas, but the person who wrote it had no idea what communism was.
3: Well, yes.
2: Yeah, but then also it's like.
3: It's mm-hmm. really hard to do that in the same environment as, after, like, all yeah. that shit that happened in Bioshock 1. It's like... Ah, Rapture should really just be entirely flooded by the events of Bioshock 2. Yeah. The fact that we were going back to that kind of doesn't work as well in the first place.
1: All right, well... Just judging off time, I think this is a good spot to wrap it. Uh-huh. Jimmy, we got to do some more content with <laughs> oh, you. Oh, absolutely. Hey. <laughs>
2: Bro, this is not have to be a one-time thing. Bro, if you guys want me on your podcast more, just text my phone. I'm, I'm always available. Yeah. We
1: actually got some YouTube stuff we might work on with hey. you. So even more I in your it. realm. Alright, but remember you can follow us all collectively at CheesyControllerPodcast.com You can follow me on Twitter and Twitch at Anton6. Chris, Chef and Chris everywhere. Jalen, Squid Bishop,
0: Madrid,
2: Speedwagon X, and Josh, Idle Jones everywhere. Jimmy, where you can people find you online? Can find me at Twitter, uh, on Twitter at nine o nine zero n i n e o u h nine zero. Uh, also on YouTube at Just Nine O. All
1: right, this has been another good production. Until next time, keep it cheesy.